because a lot of agents make that mistake if they want to. So the big question is, what are the top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? If you ever thought about this, you're not alone. No one has been able to get the answers until now. We spent the last few years helping agents sell billions in real estate, rubbing shoulders with top producers, which got us thinking. How can we expose more people to these insights to help raise the standard in the whole real estate industry? We then realized that we could help bridge the gap by getting secrets from the best of the best so that you can succeed. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Let's dive into our content. You're going to be way better at this than me. I'm good with systems, but content, not so good. <laughs> I think when it comes to content, um, so we're, we're doing a bit of a leap there, but, but the content that converts for me, it comes from seeing a lot of agents that have social media profiles that look great, but they're not starting any conversations with the content that they're creating. And, and that is just what I see over and over and over again. And the problem is most agents who are then also starting off, because a lot of my clients are agents that are starting off brand new in the industry. They'll look to those people as an example and they say, well, that person's Instagram looks so nice. They have all their branding really beautifully laid out, the colors, the pictures, and oh my God. And I'm like... That has a role to play, of course. However, what I'm really interested in knowing is how much of that content is sparking conversations because that's really the first step to attaining a client. To me, when people say, oh, this, social media doesn't work or works, I mean, that's such a vague statement. How do you measure that? You don't measure it by the number of likes you have or all the vanity metrics. You measure it in our industry, as I feel, is how many people are reaching out to you or are, are, are being triggered to think a little bit about, you know, real estate, like how many people's little brains start going off? Oh, I should think about this. Oh, that's really interesting. And that requires us to be critical in our thinking and our approach towards the content that we're creating to really offer that value. Everyone says offer value, but how do you do that? You know? So, so, so I, I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. How, and what do you actually mean when you say create content that starts conversations? Mm -hmm. Are you saying that under contract, call me, here's my number. That <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> is that a good pose? Is that a bad pose? <laughs> you know, like, like what, is, what is the one piece of content that somebody can create that actually starts a conversation? doesn't matter how pretty, how ugly, but yeah. how useful that somebody can implement what does that look like in our industry people are afraid to offer critical analyses and opinions they're very happy to just share facts that they've copy and pasted that doesn't really spark conversations which in turn doesn't convert and lead into much however if you're willing to take let's just take something very simple um, let's take a market report, for example. I see every agent I know pretty much at the end of the month, at the beginning of the following month, their brokerage will send them a, a market update. They'll post it on their social media profile with absolutely zero context. I teach my clients to, to go beyond that, go way, way beyond that. What's been the weekly trends? Hop on, hop online and share with your clients 
how that how those numbers translate for them in their scenarios if they're in different scenarios being a buyer being a seller like how can you offer critical analyses and unpack those things and offer opinions that is where true value lies you know how do you really make it palatable for people a lot of the things that we're spitting out there mean absolutely zero to people like they how do you even analyze it but Agents have, majority of agents I notice have a fear of doing that because they don't want to be, they don't want to put the wrong thing out there or they're too lazy. That's one thing. Number one, they're either too lazy to do that and really put in the time and effort to do that. Or they are afraid of how they're going to be perceived if they offer an opinion or an analysis that isn't 100% accurate. But, but that's where you have to do your research. That's where you have to really spend the time and energy to understand your subject matter to a T because that's what you're being hired to do. So that's hugely, immensely valuable to me. And if you can portray that, like I time and time again, know that this is the type of content that gets people thinking that gets people talking to you hands down. Like, I mean, there's other categories as well of content that belongs as part of your more comprehensive strategy, but for the sake of this specific you know, content type. That is what I'm speaking about. There's a quote. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to quote a TV show here. I don't quote a lot of TV shows because I don't watch a lot, but Billions was actually a really amazing show. And there's a quote in there that says, everyone has access to data. We just know how to analyze it better. So it really does come down to that. What What is your take on like the standard pose that everybody has, like on their contract, sold, um, check me out. I, I mean, I've recently been getting these amazing ads from fellow realtors in my area that are like, Oh my God, just listed. Oh my God, just sold this XYZ property X, you know, for so much more. And I'm like reading this and I'm thinking not completely, Hey, asshole. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, yeah, what what are you what are you trying to accomplish with this post, right? So I'll be yeah. curious to take your yeah. you know pulse on this of like, do you find that there's a time and a place? Are those you know posts and that content acceptable? Is is there a way where you can spin it where it's mm-hmm. actually beneficial to the audience and the viewers? Hundred percent. That's what I was gonna absolutely say. Is like do better with it. I mean, if you've just sold a property. Did something happen during that transaction that you could shed light to and turn it into a little bit of a case study and elaborate on so that you're actually providing value? I always say to my clients, I'm like, you can, you know, the typical photos that agents take with their phone in their hand, like I'm too busy to even take a picture because I can't even get off my phone for a photo. I'm that busy. It's like, you don't have to say you're busy. You can just demonstrate that if you're smart with how you position yourself online by saying, for example, um, you know, I'm sitting outside of an offer presentation. This is something that happened with a client. Here's 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 something that went wrong. Here's something. Here's how we handled it. Here's how we course corrected. Okay, you're implying that you're busy. You're implying that you're working with people. That's a given. So you don't have to say that. You can use and leverage these opportunities of just sold, just listed, whatever the case may be. But that requires effort, right? And that requires a mindset shift once again uh, when you 
to look at creating content as a means of prospecting and converting people, not as a means of, oh, I'm just doing it for the sake of posting. Do you have like a content creation formula, a blueprint or something that you can share with the audience where it's like, Mm -hmm. hey, if you're lazy or you don't know how to do this one or the other, (laughs) you can do this, this and this, and that will kind of get you going in the right direction. Yeah, it's a very big topic that I do. I offer that like absolutely. But here's where I start with people. I say to them, there's a lot of hidden opportunities every single day for you to create valuable content. It's just that you're not seeing them because you have your blinders on because you're on autopilot. So the first step towards creating valuable content, the strategy, if you will, is go about your day way more consciously than you currently are. Become aware of those opportunities. It's like the the analogy I use is I I was I was at my brokerage where I was registered, which is downtown. I been going there for two years, and I, my car needed a car wash. So my partner at the time he goes, I go, God, I need a car wash, and he's like, There's one just down the street, and he's from the UK, and he was visiting me, and I was like, Wow, there's a car wash here. I come here every single day for two years. I've been coming here. And that's because I'm just on autopilot. I have my blinders on. I'm not seeing these things that are going on around me. And that is how most agents go about their days. Content creation doesn't have to be complicated. Why are we complicating it? You just go for your day. You, If someone's asking you a question, there's an opportunity for you to create a piece of content around it. If something happens during a home inspection that's interesting, there's an opportunity for you to create a post about it or to do a story about it, do a video about it. There's ample opportunities that we have. And if we think about it, that is essentially what happens on HGTV. That's why people are so hooked on these shows. It's because that is content that's interesting, right? Like these are the things that are happening behind the scenes. People are far more interested in the real, what happens behind the scenes, in the trenches. That is the type of content people really engage with and want to consume rather than the curated content, which has its place. I'm not saying it's totally to be dismissed, but we're talking about strictly content that's going to convert. And in my experience, that is the stuff that gets conversation started. So very simply, go about your days more consciously. Be Become aware of the opportunities that you have on a day-to-day. And if one person's asking a question, 100 people are wondering about it. So you are providing value. Even doing something as simple as an MLS search or a CMA, you notice something interesting, pop open your camera, take a picture, pop it on your story, whatever you just observed. So just being just being more from what I'm picking up, just more genuine, more authentic, more authentic, ask, you know, if you're getting a question that's being asked to you, if you got it once, you probably will get it twice, probably Mm -hmm. three times and do not dismiss somebody's, you know, lack of knowledge, um, you know, or, or your thorough, you know, knowledge where somebody may not be wondering that. I, I literally just got a question as we were chatting here from one of my clients that asked me, like, what does back on the market mean? Why is I just drove by this house? We put in an offer in and I see another realtor with 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 somebody there. What like I saw back on market. I'm like, you back on market just means it's an active property. They're taking backup offers right now. You can everybody has a fair shot. And I had to, you know, I haven't explained it yet to her what, what that means, but now it got me thinking of like, 
some of the things that I thought were simple because we do it every single day, They're we not. forget that the other party, that's our audience may or may not know. So never dismiss it. And, and the other thing that I picked up on is be very value driven, right? And it's always a given. So really what you're saying is to, in order to create content that converts, be very educational and value driven. So it sparks the conversation for somebody to open up that two lane highway of exchanges for whatever is going to come into fruition next. And don't be afraid to show and talk about problems online with your content. And this oh, isn't be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> it's not. No, it's okay. So we talked about at the beginning of our podcast, we talked about skills that agents require. Now, these are skills that people are looking for in their agents. And a big one is problem solving because real estate transactions always come with their fair share of ups and downs. Well, so, I, feel, I feel like we're glorified problem solvers. Of course we are. We're, we're marriage counselors, we're problem solvers, we're all of those things. But the thing is a lot of agents just want to portray this rosy picture of everything being hunky-dory behind the scenes. It actually isn't. What matters is not the fact that there was a problem. What matters is you being able to demonstrate that you have the ability to problem solve and navigate people through that. And that builds an immense amount of trust with your audience because you're, you're showing vulnerability. You're open, you're being vulnerable, you're being authentic, and you're, you're demonstrating that you, can, you have what it takes to guide them through no matter what. Mm, interesting. Leadership. Yeah. Back to your very first point, leadership. Mm-hmm. I think it's what's interesting is um, that all of this stuff, I think it's like uncommon, common knowledge, which is what you were saying, Peter, which is like, this is the stuff that I know because I do it day in, day out, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like it, all these other people who are looking to buy and sell homes all have jobs and they have common knowledge about what they do as well. And you might have questions about that. So I think this is the thing. It's the other the other point that I always think about, and I I feel like this, and so I know it was a hurdle that I had to overcome, which is content online doesn't actually last very long. YouTube is a bit of a freak because it can last years, but stuff like Facebook and Instagram, and it, it's a flash in the pan. It's momentary. Mm-hmm. So I always think don't be afraid to say the same thing over and over. Just use the same analogies. Use the same. Tell someone what you know the, the, these terms mean. And you can do it all the time. It's oh, not yeah. like, oh, everyone's going to have heard this all the time. Well, you should be, you know, let's use Facebook as an example. You should be growing your friends list or growing your followings or growing the people you're engaging with. And they might not know. So it's, you've got a new captive audience that you want to keep educating. And like, it's never going to be a bad thing if someone sees you putting it out twice. Like, what are they going to do? Oh, no, he's told me what that means twice. I'm not going with them as a realtor. Like, no one's thinking like that. Like seriously, <laughs> like no one's going. Well, first of all, it's very unlikely that they remember you told them that the first time because I don't remember what I ate for dinner last night. Yet yeah. alone a conversation from last week, unless I wrote it down. No one's paying as close attention to you as you might hope and think. Uh, unfortunately, that is the reality of things. So that leverage and that repetition and repurposing of content is really key. The other thing to uh, to remember is that keeping it micro focused, not trying to be, because a lot of agents make that mistake of they want to do everything you need to know as a first time home buyer. Well, you know, hold up. <laughs> okay. That was one thing. Break it 
the fuck down into little tiny people because otherwise you're going to run out of content very quickly and then you're going to be like I need to attend a session that's going to unearth I I actually have a session where I talk about 365 days worth of social media content that's how I've um, titled it and people walk in thinking they're going to just have like a handmade ready-made social media strategy I have but once I go through these motions with them and I try to I'm like now before me even unearthing the slide that I have a hundred different ideas written on and topics written on, which they all came for. I'm like, how many can you come up with? Just knowing this, just, just by me telling you, think about what people ask you, start writing it down. That's it. As you go along, start writing it down. As you go along, start taking pictures. As you do showing, start taking little videos. As you do these things, just start that there's your content. Why are we overcomplicating it? And the other thing, which I said at the beginning, which is really, really key is don't be afraid to offer opinions. Don't be afraid to offer analyses. Don't be afraid to, to be perceived a certain way or another because ultimately the only people that it's going to weed out are the people that you probably don't want to work with anyway. A hundred percent. It's this whole part of being polarizing. It's like, yeah. you're like, oh, I don't want to offend that person. Chances are you didn't want to work with them anyway. So <laughs> like you should just get over it because most people, yeah, people like that. I mean, we were discussing this actually before the beginning of the show, which is like, oh, this person came up to me and they said they were offended by something. I said, it's like, fuck off. Who cares? Like, this is what I'm like. Everyone listening should. I mean, we're, you know, this were nearly a hundred episodes or a hundred or so episodes now. So it's like at this point, if someone's been listening to our content, I'm pretty with how I feel about people they hate us but like I don't give a shit like if someone's it's like cool whatever you you know you don't like it you, you lump it but you you wouldn't want to buy a house with us anyway you wouldn't want to join our team and that's fine because it wouldn't be a good fit right because we wouldn't enjoy working with you as much as you wouldn't enjoy working with us on the flip side there is a whole plethora of people that absolutely love us. They love being on our team. They love buying homes with us. They love the experience. They love the candid nature. Even just an example of us speaking right now, some people might listen. We were talking off air as well. Some people might hate the fact that we swear, right? But I can tell you... (laughs) I can tell you the amount of people guests have come on, genuinely, prior to the podcast, and gone... God, it's such a breath of sh- fresh air that like I'm actually just allowed to speak how I would usually speak in day-to-day life. Oh God, yeah, yeah. That was the biggest one of the reasons when I started being independent and doing my own coaching, because I was like I said, I was doing a lot of trainings when I was with Remax. I have obviously like I'm representing them. So I had oh. a certain a box within which I had to stay. But then once I went independent, I'm like, oh, now I can yeah. just actually say what I want to say, how I want to say without having to really think about it. But it's really important to remember that if you are actually speaking to everyone, you're being way too generic and you're probably doing something wrong. Like you're not doing, we have this term here, like where I'm from, which is like, so in Toronto, we have the greater Toronto area, which is literally the size of probably UK. I want to say it's massive. And people just, because a lot of agents will just say, I'm an ex, a GTA expert. I'm like, you're not. Okay. (laughs) Like you're really, really not. You're trying to just please everyone because you're afraid that you're gonna. And, and, and that exercise I go through with people, I'm like, okay, let's just like look at a geographic region that you may want to focus on. Now let's take a look at how many transactions occurred in that particular area in last year. Now, what's your goal? Let's just say you hit 5%, 2% of that market share for next year. You're going to hit your goal. So why are you afraid? Like, what are you really afraid of? 
running out of business in a certain niche did not. It's less, it's less than that, right? I mean, Peter <laughs> is in just Boca and yeah. the guy on our team is just basically hellishly expensive luxury pre-con. Like that's all he does. So if you want to go buy a house, he's like, he's no bueno. You know, you can go yeah. buy one with through Peter, Peter's, you know, there, but like he ain't doing it. If you want to buy like a penthouse though, like he's there for you. But it's mm. like, he's not, you know, the amount of people and the curiosity is amazing. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Now, before you go, we're giving access to a private training we did where we revealed the top three niches to get listings today completely for free. So if you want access, you can go and download that training at EliteAgentSecrets.com. We're regularly releasing new trainings, guides, and cheat sheets. So make sure to head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com and sign up so you don't miss out.